Welcome back to the Triangle Table. This is our space and yours to chat about building brand, reaching your goals, and being a better human. Say hello to your hosts, Anna, Kelly, and me, Amanda. So pull up a seat to our Triangle Table and let's chat. Welcome back to the Triangle today. What is today's topic on episode 26? Well, our topic is the B word, balance. If you struggle to find quote unquote balance, keep listening. We believe balance is the elusive holy grail of business, like everyone believes it is out there, but no one can really seem to find it. So we are throwing the idea of balance out of the window and instead embracing the connection of masculine and feminine energy as we journey through adjustments and intention. So not sure what that means? Well, let us explain it. So I want to hop on and um, I'd like throw a couple ideas about the, like this masculine and feminine energy. And I just missed the last kind of like 10 seconds because you don't have to be a professional to be a podcast because my daughter just came in, needed help with her morning schoolwork. And yes, we're doing some schoolwork in the summer to keep us all sane. Anyway, um, so hopefully I'm not repeating something you already said. Um, when I look at relationship building on social networks, there's this masculine energy that comes through for me that says, I need to make lists. I need to prioritize. I need to have three people I check in with every day. I've got to have a post here. I need to post there. I need blah, blah, blah. It's very list oriented and very goal oriented. Right. And then there's the feminine energy of, I need to nurture this relationship with these people. I crave connection. I want to talk. I want to laugh. I want to have fun. I want to inspire. I want to be inspired. I want to encourage. I want to be encouraging. I want to teach and I want to learn, right? So that's the feminine energy. And the masculine energy is very much about list making, goal setting, checking things off, being productive. And we, I, we have to have both energies to run a successful business through social media. We have to, because if we are just so into the feminine energy, we might lose track of our goals and just get lost in the news feed and get lost in, in mindless scrolling or, or building relationships with more people who aren't actually our target audience member or our target, our target like our avatar, the, our ideal client. On the other hand, if we get so busy with the checklist and the, the like, I have to talk with three people it becomes very robotic and we lose that energy that people are drawn to like for us. Like mm -hmm. if I'm all about, I need to do da, 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 da. All right, that's done. That's, that's, that's done. You just go through the motions. Your, your energy is going to repel and not attract people. So the trick, <laughs> this constant, constant balance that we go through is like being able to keep that, that organizational masculine energy structure behind our intentions when we're building business on social media, as well as that warm, welcoming, genuine energy of connection, inspiration, and encouragement. So how do, I guess I'll pose this question, how do each one of us approach that balance? And maybe can we share a few tips on what we do or don't do when we find that balance to be, get out of whack. Absolutely. You want to start or do you want, who you wants to start? 
Yeah, go um, Kelly. <laughs> well, I actually, because I have worked in an environment where I work with men and women, you see the energies are very, um, very drawn the line, but I don't think they need to be, right? I think that some of the most successful people I see, there's the balance, but they integrate it so nicely. Now, of course, it's a skill that you have to learn. You got to have your checklist. You got to have the things you need to do. You got to remember to bring in those nurturing qualities. But if you leave them separate, they're going to be separate. But if you intertwine your to-do checklist with the energy, actually, I, I work with this, this, this guy and he does it so beautifully. It's like he has this way of he, everything in his location is just one checklist, fine-tuned machine. However, in there, he's asking questions to his employees and his staff. He's listening to them. He engages. He, he takes that time to give those extra answers. That's that nurturing part. And he doesn't ever draw that clear line. And you might say, oh, well, that's not good. You got to have your lines and, and you do. And there's some boundaries, but it's also, I, I think he literally takes that time every day and just says, I have to integrate them. How can I integrate them? How can I create that, that checklist, but that works within um, the nurturing, the empowerment, the motivation, whether it's a client motivation or a staff member of motivation or even motivating yourself. You know, what are those things? So making sure that your checklist isn't right here and right here, but they're all one together. And okay, so I'm going to make this list, but let's see how I can nurture this part of the list. And then let's, you know, I think that is the biggest key. I think even in society, we always, men, women, masculine, feminine, this, this, separate, separate, but there is no separate. It's, it, and I wouldn't even say balance because let's be real. There's no balance, balance, but there's a certain balance to every situation. So if one situation is a one-on-one -on -one connection, you got to get through this situation, but on a one-on-one, -on -one, there's a lot more nurturing than maybe you would need in a group setting. And in the group setting, you may need to cover certain things, go over different lesson plans, but what types of things can you do in between to nurture? And I know, I, I guess I'm going to say it, you got a plan to put your nurturing in, but you kind of do, you know what I mean? Like, let's be real. Well, you got a plan to do the bullet points. You got a plan to do your nurturing. And that, that's by nice. you saying planning, that brings up for me is because, so I could sit and make lists all day long. I could sit and plan this of how, who I'm going to reach out to, what I'm going to say. But it, when it comes down to it and you message those people, then you got to sit and have the conversation and reply and listen and talk and go back and forth. That is where I tend to struggle because I'll message people. And again, they're not going to message you immediately. They're not going to message you in 10 minutes. They may, but it might be an hour from now. But what if I'm busy? Like, cause how do you, that's where I struggle of how do you plan this? It's like, do you go, okay, let's set up a time to talk or, Let's, you know, like then that's where I struggle because I'll message like three people and then they all get back to me at different times, but I might be into something else by then. So that's well, the yeah, part. You have to so that's where I get, get, get stuck because it's like, how do you 
again, like I don't like to use the word balance, but how do you balance that to where it fits in with you, but also is good for them? Like, do you get where I'm, you get where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I know somebody who does that kind of well. And at first I never noticed that she actually did this, but now I notice that she does it. It's because she pointed it out in a post once recently, but um, she literally just makes little blocks of time throughout the day. And that's when she answers whatever's there on her, on, on her feet or on her messenger. It's Leah. She literally, well, she'll check in. She'll do all these things that like, she's very systematic. I am learning. I, I watch her. That is I, know, but, <laughs> I know, but I know, but so how can you apply right. that to right. your lifestyle? No, I get where you're coming from now. So you plan it out. You go, okay, I'm going to do this. It's blocks of time. Yeah. And well, but that's okay if you don't like blocks of time. But what do you like? Do you like right. triangles of time? <laughs> you <want some laughs> of time? Right. No, I get, I get it. And that's yeah. something that I... I have to work on to find what works for me. And I feel I'm still figuring that out because I get it. Blocks of time are amazing. Like, okay, I'm going to work on this right now. And then at, at one, I'm going to check my messages again and give myself 20 minutes. And then boom, I move on to the next. And then, and then you pop in again. I got to find my own way of doing this. You know what though? I am, I do what you do though. I, at, from nine to 10, I do this from 11 to 12. I do this from one to two. I do this. Oh wait, there was something that I didn't finish on nine to 10. We, I can't go back. <laughs> wait, <laughs> I can't go back it's on my plan. See, I would go back. I just, I don't have room for that. <laughs> I screw so, that. Exactly. No, I know. And we're all so different. And that just goes to show that one, there's no one size fits all. Like trying to do what somebody else does is okay. You can try it, but it probably won't work for you. So you're going to have to adjust it to yourself and be open to adjusting it. And that's where I'm still working on. Well, and, and two, I think the biggest part of that is knowing where you fall. Like a lot of people fall heavily in a masculine situation, which kind of Amanda, you do. That's me. I do yes. too. That's yes. totally me. And mm -hmm. I don't know about you yet. I, I mean, I know you we very don't know well, about you. but you, you seem to balance it really well. So I don't, I, I wouldn't be able Amanda's an open book. I'm an open book. You both know I'm so schedule oriented. And so is Amanda, but then there's people who go the total opposite end and they're only nurturing and that's okay too. It's just, we have to find I'm, and you know, people hate that word. Oh, balance, balance, balance. It's actually been a very huge key the past five years I've seen it. So when you talk about balance, there every we all have our own balance. Exactly. It's just I think the person the the thought of balance is everything working together. It's not all it's this. It just is. But some things are balanced, some are not. I don't feel that all things are ever all balanced. That and that's I think where a lot of people take that word kind of like the word selfish you take that word on because of how you were taught or how you've heard about it and you think balance is being this perfect thing it's not but yes we do need balance if that made sense well it yes. does but it's just working in your your inferior and your inferior function that's what they was that's old-fashioned myers-briggs testing talk there but being able to work in both 
to your liking is balance, I think. Yep. Yesterday, so we have one of those big blue exercise balls in our living room and the girls use it to play. Sometimes we use it for exercise. It's just kind of in our living room. Um, and the, yesterday I sat down on it and I was like, oh, I'm going to test out my balance here, right? Because I can sit on it with two feet planted on the ground, just kind of roll around, just enjoy the movement, et cetera. And that's fine. Like, um, I felt really balanced. I felt really grounded when I sat like that. It was comfortable. And I, it was kind of fun, right? Like, hmm, let me try something else. So I picked both feet up off the ground. And there was no, I was balanced. But there was no one m moment or second or instance that I was actually still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was, it was, I, there were these constant adjustments happening. Like I'd move my foot here, or my abs would tighten here, or I'd have to put my arm out there. And, but I was balanced. I wasn't falling off the ball. I wasn't out of control. But balance comes from, it's just one adjustment after another adjustment after another adjustment. And it takes you to go, and you know, our physical bodies do this instinctively, but you know, when we approach our business, we have to do it a little bit less instinctually, a little more intentionally. Where you're like, oh, I'm getting really caught up in my list and I'm, I feel like I'm neglecting the nurturing. So you make a little adjustment. Or if you're like, wow, I'm really scrolling this, this newsfeed and I'm getting into the scroll hole and my energy is being sucked out of me. Like, I just, I don't like this. Well, what's the minor adjustment that you can make intentionally to, to bring a little bit more balance? You're falling too far to the left. How do you rebalance your body, your, your mind, your soul, your spirit a little bit more to the right? How, how do you maintain that? So if we are looking at balance as something that we achieve in that one moment of absolute perfect stillness where everything is perfect, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be disappointed because that, that moment never, ever, never comes, not until we're dead, like mm -hmm. literally. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's, it's a series of intentional adjustments where we're looking for what's a little bit off. Where do I feel unsteady? looking for those places to adjust intentionally is uncomfortable because it's, you're looking at something that makes you feel or act or believe or speak in a way that you don't like. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't, right. Like, uh, so you have, you're like, I don't know, Anna, what you are like, are you more masculine energy feminine? Pa I want to pause for a second and just, just say, just for our listeners to be very clear that men or people who identify as male doesn't mean that they are dominant male and by a female doesn't mean they're dominant feminine energy masculine feminine energy has nothing to do with your genitals <laughs> okay it doesn't it, it it's it's a way of of interacting and approaching life so you know there are females who ha have more dominant male energy or masculine energy and and fem males that have more dominant feminine energy it really like you said kelly is this it's this knowing the two and then in, like integrating them uh, in your life so all humans have both uh, for me, I think different areas of my life, I, I lean in more one to the other. Like when I, I'm just kind of self-reflecting here for a second, but I think if I were to take a step back and look at how I approach things, I think I approach things with much more of a feminine energy than a masculine energy. Except for your laundry. Uh, yeah. What? Your laundry. <laughs> oh yeah. A hundred percent. Right. I don't mind letting the laundry sit. It really doesn't bother me. Um, I tend to like, I will make lists. I've got lists all 
people will forget that I made them. Like, oh, oh yeah, I made a list about that. (laughs) Right? Because I'm too busy, like, doing other stuff that to me feels more nurturing and encouraging and inspiring. So for me, the, per, the, when I approach business on social media, it, it requires more intentional adjustment to make those lists, set those goals, set the priorities, and then commit to them. Mm-hmm. It's way easier for me to spend time on my social media feeds, like, chit-chatting with people and giving thumbs ups and hearts and like just kind of pouring that nurturing energy into people. So at what am I, my more masculine or feminine energy? I I think I lean towards more feminine energy. Um, I have to agree. Yeah. I I think that's what it is. I do, but I think you really do a fabulous job of integrating your masculine energy into it. So you could fool me. (laughs) No, I just, you come to our meetings and you always have these nice, beautiful agendas and everything like that. And I'm like, that's my thing. That's not her thing. But she's like, trumps me on that, which, okay, there's my comparison game. Yes, whatever. But um, it's not real. But I'm just saying, you're somebody who has definitely, you seek that um, work in your inferior a lot. And there's a lot of people who don't. Um, there's times I reject mine. I don't want to go talk to people on the internet. <laughs> I, I just don't want to talk to them. And, and then I get caught up in the, I don't want to. And then, you know, my little part of the rebel rebel that I am, mm-hmm. that's really little, that's always right there. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Don't tell me I have to do this. But I, I don't see that in you. But I think a lot of times too, is that once we rebel, we need to just be like, you know what, but what's going to help us? What's going to help those relationships and what's going to help our business. And that's what I have to do to myself to literally talk myself out of the, I don't want to do whatever it is, X, Y, Z. Thank you for listening to us today. You can visit us on our website at thetrianglefable.com to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our bonus content. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you enjoyed our chat today, please leave us a review below. Join us next week for another episode of The Triangle Table.